Welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gents. I am one-fourth of your co-host, Tiffany E. And on behalf of Alexis, Janae, and Nicole, welcome back to the show. So this is going to be our wrestling news episode. We're going to recap or basically give you guys our opinion on all of the news in the community. And as Alexis mentioned earlier in the first episode or the first half of the podcast this week, we did get blocked this week. Down for the Count got blocked by Matt Riddle and his wife, Lisa Riddle, I believe her name is. I guess she wasn't too happy with the comments that we made about her shitty behavior. You see how, you see how your bullshit comes back on you real good, you know? Back to being professional. Now, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Down for the Count. Make sure you guys Follow us on our social media and give us your opinion on these topics that we're mentioning. And I'm going to make sure I have a post on our Instagram for each topic so you guys can comment on it and let us know how you feel. And you guys already know how we feel about the topic. So without further ado, I'll let you guys get into it. All right, so let's just jump in the news. We got a lot of news to cover, and Tiff's already going to kill us because we've talked two hours on the shows. Sorry, Tiff. Um, so let's start with the big news, at least that we've been following. So Carl Anderson's wife went on social media. Uh. And at first, we didn't know what was going on because she put a picture of him, and it looks like she took marker, and she wrote, Cheater all over his face now we were talking about this with a couple of our friends and we're like is this for real is this because like because carl anderson's has i think he has a, a streaming thing on twitch where he plays video games or something like that and we're like did he cheat in a video game like what's going on and then i do not know her wife but his wife's name but she went off on social media and girl, when I say she left no dirty laundry unclean, I mean it. She basically came out and said, this piece of shit cheated on me. He's an alcoholic. He's done this before. I can't take it anymore. Like, she was sending screenshots of, like, Carl Anderson calling her a slut. Like, how dare you do this to me? Blah, blah, blah. And it's it's messy. Uh, to uh, say the fucking least. Um, the only thing I have to say about this is that if you're a cheater, you're a piece of shit. And I'll give you the same treatment that I gave Matt Riddle. Hi, Matt. I know we're, you're listening. How's the wife and kids and, and side woman? Um, but the fact that you are putting this on social media, because Carl Anderson has posted stuff too about on his social media. The fact that you're putting this on social media this shouldn't be something that we see before our eyes. Like, this was definitely something that could have been dealt with behind doors until you're ready to make a statement saying, hey, my husband's a piece of shit cheater. He's done this to me several times. I can't put up with it anymore. We're getting a divorce. Like, she went off. And one thing that she put um, didn't really set well with me. It was one of her Instagram stories because, again, she was acting like some 16-year-old girl who just got out of a relationship. She was saying that she's had to sacrifice her happiness for their kids. 
So I that that one didn't kind of set well with me for, for obvious reasons. Um, but I think she's still going off on social media right now. What what do what do you guys think of of uh, the cheating accusations and all this crazy shit that's going on with this? Um, I'm here. I just think it's funny that Carl Anderson, most of his gimmick is this isn't funny because it's it's not funny, but I think it's kind of it is sort of funny how Carl part of Carl Anderson's gimmick is fetishizing his wife. And now he's instead of having a hot Asian wife, he's going to have a hot Asian ex-wife. So. And my one, um, as a couple of people I was talking to this about with, and they were like, so, they're like, I wonder if he cheated. I was like, did he cheat on her with other Asian women? I said, just for it to be even more crazier, I hope it's not. Oh, shit. I just hope it's not just for, just, just for, like, the gag of it. Um, I just think it's messy. Um, all of it's messy. Um, I do feel bad for her to an extent. Well, I, I feel bad for her because you realize she was, I don't know where she's from. I don't know if she's Japanese. I just know she's Asian. So it's like you live with your, you live with your husband in a foreign country. Say, I, I don't think she's Japanese for some reason. She doesn't look Japanese to me. Someone told me she's Korean, but she, yeah, because I'm like she doesn't look Japanese. Like she looks, is she Korean? She looks Southeast Asian. I, I, I don't know. That's what someone. Yeah, because, because especially I was looking at them kids. I was, I was like, no, they don't look Japanese. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know, but I, I don't think they're Japanese. So she's in this foreign country for a number of years. And only people like she knows are like her husband and pe- her f- and like people that she's met through her husband. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, yay, they finally get to move back to the United States. And then he's on this WWE schedule. And she's taking care of all four of these fucking kids, basically, as a single mom. And then you, you'll talk to, um, like, and was to his day of or it's Chronicle where they talked about Jay's Chronicle and then he was like him and his wife were able to elaborate about how hard it how difficult it is to be like a wife of a wrestler and not also be wrestling and you know and like and this has come sentiment has come from other um, spouses saying that it's like you're basically like a single parent in a sense so she's been doing that for so long and then like her husband's probably over here mentioning high Asian wife every two fucking seconds but he's not fucking her so again I would also feel some a certain type of way it's just messy I'm low-key here for it but not here for it because I feel like those kids are just gonna get drawn through the ringer because they both seem messy so I don't know. Maybe grandma or somebody should take the kids for a little bit. 
What do you think, Janae? Telenovela or trash? No, that yeah. this, this is trailer park trash. Yeah, it's trash. At least with the telenovela, it's not a. Uh, I I feel bad in a sense because the fact that only time he like would talk about her, he referred to her as his hashtag hot Asian wife, and it's like, dude, that's your wife and the mother of your kid. Like, we can come up with something better. Um, she posted her that fucking name. I don't even know her name. Yeah, and it's just like he, she posted that there was alcohol involved. The girl that was involved with him wouldn't send him the screenshot. So she, I, and then she posts stuff about you know when you when you get caught deleting text messages and all that. So it's just, and then you know you haven't been home in two days to see your kids. Um, you know, and I see a lot of people are like, you know, don't put it on social media. And, like, I get that, but at the same time, if coming from her place, if you're dating someone who, you know, is someone of a celebrity within the wrestling world and you're upset, like, you're, they probably would put it on social media to air them out and be like, look at this motherfucker. And she was like, I'm going to air your ass out. And, I mean, she deleted this stuff and put up a thing basically saying, you know, if I have to delete this stuff for you to come and see your kids and I think it's better, you know, to work as a America or something like that. So it seems like they're talking it out now and trying to figure stuff out. So, I mean, I wish them the best. Um, but I, that's all I really do. I just, you know, I'm, we'll move on to this, but I just remember this James Charles, the makeup guru people. I don't know what they fucking call them anymore. Um, he actually said something one time and I, I kind of wrote it off, but then it happened. And I was like, huh, you're right. He said, cause sometimes you do get frustrated. You just want to go to social media and like, you know, tear someone down and, and just say, you know, really hurtful shit. But he's like, by the time you type all that out and then you look at it and you just have this moment of clarity, like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I doing this? And then you just delete it. Like it's, I, I really just think that they should have. I understand she wants to call him out on his bullshit and, you know, but there could have been a better way of doing it instead of the way that she did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So we're going to go, we're going to get into some more, more serious news real quick. So the WWE Twitch ban continues um, this week, passed down that anybody who has a Twitch channel was temporarily suspending it. This involves Zelina Vega, Alistair Black, Cesaro, Mia Yim, and several others, but now is including YouTube channels as well. This is just getting bad. Um, poor Paige. She was on a live stream on Twitch. And, uh, you know, again, we have we said a lot of hurtful, sh- like hateful shit about Paige? Yes, but deserved it though yeah but she i gotta give her credit she had a fucking breakdown on her twitch live and she was i think a lot of the stuff she was saying people are like oh she said it because frustration i'm like i think this was coming from the heart because she was talking about how she you know she gave everything for this company she can't wrestle anymore. She even said it. She goes, I broke my neck fucking twice for this company. My career, everything I've worked for is gone. My career is gone. Um, she was trying to keep 
not from crying. And she basically said, you know, fuck you. I'm not I'm not leaving this and I'm going to keep going as long as I can. This is really pissing off a lot of the WWE people in the back. And I don't know why Vince's 32nd memory just. I've been saying this from day one. If it's the people who have been leaking shit and punish them, but don't punish everybody else who's just trying to make an income. And if you've got a problem with them making extra money on the side and they're not allowed to do side hustles, they're not allowed to do other shows, they're strictly WWE, why don't you pay them more? Just a thought. What What do you guys think about this and Paige's, Paige's breakdown on Twitch? Um, I feel bad for the situation. I still, I don't like Paige. Um, I, I feel some sympathy for her, but then I don't because she was okay with like laughing around when her, her boyfriend makes tasteless jokes and spews dumb word vomit like he has a fucking brain cell. So, um, no. If it was literally anybody else, I'd feel way more bad for him. But I just, I don't feel bad for her. I can't. Because she just okays so much bullshit that I can't purvey, like, real, actual sympathy from her. And that might sound really cold-hearted, but I think she deserves that. So I just don't care. Um... The situation itself is messed up, and I feel bad. Um, apparently, a bunch of the superstars like went to Vince. Um, the NXT people have their shit back or is getting their shit back. Um, the main roster, it's still like a thing. Or they're still trying to work with it. But the NXT people are getting their stuff back. Or do no, have it back already? They have it back already. They never... Yeah, so NXT has their has their twitches and shit back already. Um, well, main roster is probably in... gonna take a time. They were never in included in the thing, because um, when it first happened, they were still streaming because they have that set date, and then they kept streaming past that, and then like they just been streaming nonstop. So at one point, at never at one point was any NXT or channel suspended where they couldn't post anything so i was like doing some digging some research and i was on like the quarterly uh the quarterly call that the wwe had not on like i was listening to it and then i was too lazy to take notes myself so i just let other people take notes and then it was just like these are the important ones um so with the whole taking over the twitch thing there's other uh things involved for why this is happening one of them also is because people got loose lips People in the WWE has loose lips and they're yapping their mouth and saying things that they shouldn't say as far as storylines, things going on backstage. Um, they don't want WWE doesn't want people on the outside thinking there's a bunch of problems going on, even though we know there's that you're not gonna like everybody backstage. Um, but they hired a new chief revenue officer and he is the, the CEO, not the CEO, he's the president of WWE. His name is Nick Khan. Um, he used to be the president of some entertainment 
brand called Triple A something. I can't remember the full name. Um, and right around that time, he's, he came in. He wanted to look at ways to make more revenue for some of the revenue that they're missing because they obviously need more money. Um, and they noticed that streaming is a very big thing. WWE wants to really up their stream up like their streaming um, volume basically when it comes to Twitch and, and everything else and they know that with their wrestlers on the main roster because NXT is excluded but the wrestlers on the main roster they know how much money that they can bring in just streaming so WWE wants a part of that they want a piece of that and they know if they start this Twitch thing or a streaming channel or whatever the case may be they may not get that many views because it's like, why would I go to WWE and watch, let's say, um, Cesaro or um, any of the other main rosters on the WWE channel streaming when I can watch them on their very personal channel streaming at least two to three times a week. And I know that any money that they make, because here's the thing, a lot of the main roster people that you see on Twitch that are making money where you have people buying subscriptions, whether it be through a debit card, credit card, or through their Amazon Prime, or they're donating money during the stream, is you, it's, it's going towards some kind of charity benefit. Like Medium always has a charity benefit where it's for battered um, spouses, homelessness, uh, to help someone get their animal to have surgery, uh, funeral costs. So a lot of the times they're making money, but all of it's going towards charity. They're not keeping anything from it. So a lot of them are upset because of the simple fact if WWE takes that over, because what I was seeing, WWE was going to do it as any money that they make in, the WWE will take a percentage of that and the rest of the money will go, will go towards their base pay that's in their contract. So it wouldn't be extra money that they're keeping. But the money that they're making, like I said before, is for community services. They're not actually keeping any of that money. When it comes to YouTube, they notice that on YouTube, you get money by ad revenue. You get money by sponsorship. So if you're someone who has a big fan base, and as long as you have, I believe, 4,000 subscribers and over a certain amount of views of minutes, you can start putting ad revenue on top of your videos along with certain sponsorships. Like, for instance, there is a video game company that's going around saying, hey, make a two-minute video in whatever video you're making. And just put our product over and here's $2,000 and just be like, the game is great and you get get free stuff. Um, and so Nick Khan, who is the chief revenue officer, as well as the president, um, he sees that he knows that there's there's money to be made in that. So along with them having loose lips and WWE wanting to up their game in the streaming area, they're trying to capitalize on that. Now, I don't agree with it. I think they allowed to have YouTube channels. They should be allowed to have Twitch streaming channels as long as what they're doing in the video or what they're doing in the stream has nothing to do with the WWE. If they're on there as their birth given name, not talking about wrestling, playing a video game, hanging out with their friends, I think they should be allowed to do that. One of my other issues I've had is some of these wrestlers' YouTube channels They've had those before they were even in the WWE. Yeah, Mia Yim's had a YouTube channel since Yeah, her, her YouTube channel was made in 2009. She used that under her 
indie name to post stuff for like independent wrestling matches and everything else. Her YouTube channel is under It's Me SYB. The S stands for Stephanie. That's her real name. I don't know what the YB stands for. I don't But her YouTube name is It's Me SYB. And she still can't stream. Now, Jessamine Duke, on the other hand, she can still stream without a problem because she is NXT. Adam Cole can still stream because he is NXT. Um, Dakota Kai can still stream and everything else. Uh, Shayna Baszler, she doesn't She has, I think she has another channel, but she doesn't. She's usually on someone else's streams playing video games. So I just think, like, could we find a common ground where you're just like, look, if you want to do YouTube and Twitch under your own name and make sure it shows that you have no affiliation with the WWE, but all the while, since we want to up our streaming thing, if you can basically, if we say, hey, we want, to, we want you as your wrestling ring name to do this two-hour streaming thing, then do it. And then whatever money you make from that, we'll take our little cut. That'll go to your base pay, but you can still keep your channel again as long as you make sure it has no wwe within it you don't use your ring name you use your birth given name or whatever the case may be i feel like they should be able to find a common ground where both parties win at the same time because if someone's a fan of you of your wrestling in my mind they're gonna watch everything they're gonna watch it even if wwe streams it they're gonna watch it if you stream it so I just, it's a money, it's its a money grab. It's a business money grab. They see there's money to be made there and they want, they want a piece of it. But I mean, it all goes back to WWE didn't really care about all this nope. un- until people started saying shit they weren't supposed to be saying. And I told you guys before, it doesn't matter if you work flipping burgers at McDonald's or if you work for NASA. Okay. You can't, especially if you work for somewhere like NASA. I used to work at a credit card company. If I went online and started talking about the shit that would happen, like working at the credit card company, and and that word got back to them, they would have every reason to fire me. You don't don't talk shit like this. Well, the thing about it, too, though, is when all this stuff started coming out about them taking their channels away from them, it was about it was somewhat about them having loose lips, but that was also around the time that they brought in Nick Khan. Mm. So it was it's a little it was a little bit of it was a little bit of both of us trying to get people to stop talking. But around that time when all this started coming out and we were like, oh, it's a hundred percent because they had loose lips, that was around the time where Nick Khan came in. And again, he's the chief revenue officer. He's a president of the wwe so it was like killing two birds with one stone like you guys are talking you guys are making money we're gonna try to get in on the making money part we're gonna stop you guys from um talking so much so it it's like 30 percent loose lips 70 percent they trying to they trying to they trying to make some coins basically but also and then we can probably transition to something else because I feel like this topic is just it's gonna go on for a while because I feel like there's that's for like the next couple weeks but um I just feel like it's just one of those things that it's 
Um, if they're going to do that, they if they're going to regulate them so bad that they need to um, consider them employees because this is stuff that you do get regulated as as an employee. They should not be ind- independent contractors because they want to be lazy still um, for clarifications. And um, yeah, I think it's just a lot. This is probably going to go on for a while till like they reach an agreement on well, something. Speaking of loose lips, AEW's entire card for Dynamite was leaked this week. Now, Drunk Uncle Jericho has gone on saying that it was a, and I quote, washed up NXT star when come to find out it wasn't so foot goes into mouth which I wish Jericho did a whole bunch of times and now uh the results of AEW Dynamite this week was leaked before the show surprisingly Jericho he has said a lot of shit again I'm not giving him my time or attention he uh I don't think he said anything about it but yeah, their shit's getting leaked over there. Uh, Tony, Cody, whoever is running the shit back there, uh, you guys need to get your shit together. Because, yeah. I don't think you can stop listening to Jericho because it's not this person who, who thought was doing it. Personally, I think it's hilarious, but that's just me. All right, on to... A little bit more of a serious topic. Last Saturday was Bound for Glory. Actually, a very good show put on by Impact. Um, Probably one of the best they've put on all year, if I should say. Uh, A lot of people were wondering why Sue Young showed up. I know we were, because we were recording at the time Bound for Glory was going on, and Nicole was not part of the show that week. Come to find out, Kylie Ray. It basically did a no call, no show. Um, she wrestlers saw her come into the city that they were doing uh, Bound for Glory at. They said they saw her going into a hotel room. But what, uh, according to news sources, an hour before Bound for Glory was supposed to start, Kylie Ray still hadn't shown up. They were. They were trying to get a hold of her. She wasn't getting caught, like, wasn't answering calls. Basically, she went MIA. And at the last minute, they replaced her with Sue Young, who took the belt off of Deanna Perrazzo. Um, After that, stories have, be, have been coming out about Kylie Ray not being the most trustworthy person to show up to work, let's say. Uh, There was an issue earlier back in October where she was supposed to show up to a show and she didn't. Uh, One story was saying she was at a show and backstage she seemed to be very erratic and not really herself. And she was led away by her fiance. We've had people who uh, have dealt with smaller promotions say that. They have seen her acting very out of person sometimes, and um, it's not good. Uh, we're we here at Down for the Count take take mental health very very seriously. This is not a joking matter, 
and we are all here for Kylie Ray, and we really hope if she needs um, professional help with everything that's going on, because uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I heard all this shit going down, and I I hate to say this, but because of the way it's been ingrained into her head, my first thought was, oh my God, what if she pulled the Benoit? And I'm probably going to hell for that. Um, I mean, I, when I first heard about it, I didn't think that. I think it's more this, whatever, there's probably some issues going on that she has to deal with personally. Um, and she's just not handling them correctly or she's just not dealing with it. And maybe she doesn't have anyone that's like, hey, these are some things you need to deal with. And they're just coming out very sporadically for during certain times. Um, and I just I I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose with whatever the issue is. Obviously, it's something. So I just hope that whatever it is, that she gets the help she needs and uh, we can start seeing her on TV again. Nicole? What? What do you think of the whole Kylie Ray situation? Uh, I kind of don't want to comment because I'm going to sound really insensitive. Um, so, um, I think you yeah, no, I'm going to pass. You want me to say it for you so I can get the heat and you don't? No. I think I know Only if you really want to, but I, I just, I want to wait before I go down that rabbit hole. I might next week, but I'll, um, I'm going to pass on that. Well, well, we will wait to see. How about this? Let's wait to see what else comes out about Kylie Ray, and then we'll go from there. All right. Yeah. Ronda Rousey's in the news. Couple of things here first. Uh, first off, it looks like Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown are training to make a comeback to the WWE. She's been training with Natalia again, and apparently she's been doing very better this time around. Uh, here's a fun little story for you guys. So apparently Ronda Rousey was supposed to be in this uh, campaign to help people understand COVID-19 more, like celebrity, like celebrity-studded, you know, PSA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently they didn't allow her to be in it. Of course, the whole idea was scrapped. But she was not allowed to be in there because of her in-story arrest in WWE. What? Our government, and I'm not trying to get political here, our government decided that Ronda, Ronda Rousey could not be in a PSA about COVID-19 because she was arrested on air when she was in the WWE. I am not shitting you on this. I wish I was making this up. Oh, boy. What? Look it up on CNN. I'm not- I don't know if I want to look it up. Cause I don't want to. I'm, I'm just so tired of so many things. I'm just mentally drained. Like, I'm to the point where I'm not, after a certain point on Tuesday, I am not looking at my phone. Okay. And I am going, I'm not looking at any news. I'm not going on social media. I'm not for just for my mental sanity. I'm not going to. 
and just trying to decode any reasoning by our current government is just not worth it to me. So I just, I don't, that's so dumb. And that's very unfortunate that um, Rhonda wasn't able to partake about that because she's been very vocal about the whole thing got scrapped about um people taking care of themselves during this time just um that's so fucking stupid it's so stupid you know what a positive thing so i won't get be completely angry um i really want those dumb what was that fun? like those dumb like a and e channels or whatever and like they try to have like those farming people or those people who like they pre- some of those people who like they pretend that they live like sustainably or i can't say that word but you know what i'm talking about i would really a show i know they talk about it on their youtube channel but of how Ron, how Rhonda and Travis live, um, are able to like sustain themselves on like everything on their property. WWE would try to monetize that shit too. <laughs> they would, but I also think that's fascinating because also like Sarah, like Sarah and Eric are also doing that, and I find that so fascinating. It's it's hard work because I I was looking into it it's hard work but the people who did it they're like yeah it's it's very satisfying and they're like the fact that we can take care of ourselves and not really have to worry about major shit i was like okay um well speaking of a and e a e a and e wants to start making documentaries about wwe superstars and it was announced this week that there will be a vince mcmahon documentary produced by netflix um, the people who did Firefest will be involved. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to wait for the documentaries after Vince dies. And then all the good shit's going to come out. I mean, I could, I could, I'm more excited about the documentaries on AEW. AEW, holy shit. I must be thinking about root beer. Um, on A&E. I'm more excited about that. The Netflix documentary about Vince McMahon, I could give two fucks about. What do you think, Nicole? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't know about the A&E shows. I have to kind of see more. Um, I'm not going to watch that. I'm. I'd only probably watch the event series only so like i can like we can probably like inter like interact with our twitter and instagram and stuff but out of like any personal enjoyment of curiosity no because they're not going to deep dive because ww is not a complete wwe production but they have their hands in it so they're not going to go into a lot of the nitty gritty and a lot of things that they should go go upon, like how Vince like literally doesn't have how like how like a piece of shit like Vince's mom is. Um, how 
he based how like he bought how he basically like you know took over the company from his dad in like the not the greatest way um the dissolving relationships between like his other family members like the abuse he suffered as like a child um a lot of things a lot of things that's like he's done over the years um just like first official female referee in WWE, and that's why people really don't know about her. Who? Remember the female WWE ref? Who? Um, Rita, I can't think of her last name. It's Rita. Yeah, someone will need to talk about that. Um, I want Dark Side of the Ring to do this as well. Um, I really, and this is like, and this could have been, and this could be like, if they, this could have been, like, a good episode to, like, break up the seriousness of, like, his series, The Plane Ride from Hell. Oh, God. Someone needs to, and I keep, every time Dark Side of the Ring, I was like, what should we talk about? I said, please do that. Plane Ride from Hell. Yes. If you guys don't know about it, please go look it up on YouTube. There are plenty of wrestling channels that have done shows about it basically the plane ride from hell is when wwe was coming back on a european tour vince chartered a, par- a private plane for everyone to travel in they were on their way back to the states and it is just, you have it we can't even go into it you have to watch it the best one i would describe um i recommend personally would be wrestlemania and they go into perfect detail. Um, it's just utter insanity. You have to just go, just just type in "plane ride from hell." Something will pop up. I promise. I want it's, it's 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 oh my god because it's fun. It's funny and it's messed up, and then it's ridiculous. It's a lot going. It's a lot going on. I kind of would feel bad because I kind of feel, I was like, oh, I kind of, I was like, I know if I was Charlotte, I would probably feel some type of way. Oh, God. Watching that episode. I'd be like, Dad, you're going to the old folks' home, like, right now. Yeah. But, yeah, again, if our viewers, if you are not familiar with that story, it's kind of, it's like one of, like, it's not an urban legend because, like, it happened. But it's like an best worst kept secret yes like people know what happened but like the innate details are not well known if that makes sense to people people know what happened but a lot of but it's not a lot of things aren't elaborated honestly there's probably some bus rides from 2000s that are probably similar to that. I can't wait for the Dark Side of the Ring episode where they're going to talk about Roman Reigns throwing Enzo and Moray off the fucking bus. Yeah, because those used to be wild, too, because you would always, and this is when um, social media was starting to get more prevalent, you would hear stories about that. About that. There's, I felt like something always happens on a European tours. And websites i remember this back in the day one of my friends showed me this there was a website 
where ring rats would go and submit their stories of like one night stands that they would have with wrestlers or how they oh, were perfect. And I'm like, someone needs to make it up. Like I, I'm going to see if that website's still up actually. Speaking of Enzo Amore, uh, so WWE has a band image list for the Thunderdome. Now this has came up after there's been, let's say several questionable images that have popped up in the Thunder, Thunderdome screens. Uh, one asshole was dressed up like a KKK member. One person was holding a picture up of Kristen Waugh. And a bunch of other shit. Oh, God, we had all the... Janae sent the list of the shit that's banned, and now I'm trying to find it. Oh, yeah, let me pull it up. Oh, I found it. Hold on, okay. Hold on. Just, okay, I'm just trying to go back. Hang on. Janae's just on top of everything, man. She sent the Carl Anderson screenshot. She sent everything. Okay, so, court, okay, I found it, Janae. Okay. Um, one video shows a list of images, including a lot of faces and logos, presumably banned from being shown inside the WWE Thunderdome. So far, what's been released? AEW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Enzo Amore, Cody Rhodes, Marty Scurell, the Young Bucks, Chris Benoit, CM Punk, Jim Cornette, Alberto El Patron. We're not going to have to worry about him because he's going to go to jail. And Ryback. WWE has dealt with multiple instances where inappropriate content has been displayed during broadcast. Now, you have to think they knew people were going to pull some bullshit. Like, this is why we can't have nice things. But that is apparently some part of the list of the banned images on the Thunderdome screen. So if you feel froggy and like you want to try to put one, let us know if you get kicked out of Thunderdome. What do you guys think of the banned images list? I mean, I think it's funny. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, even then, things still get through. Like, I've seen stuff where Young Buck shirts somehow manage to get through and basically they see it they cycle you out because they book more people for the Thunderdome because they switch you out like you'll be in there for like an hour and then they'll switch somebody it's depending on like if you're enthusiastic if you're looking like you're bored if you're falling asleep they'll switch you out um they're also reusing old Thunderdome footages in certain cases so it it is what it is. If y'all feeling froggy, go ahead and leave, but don't be on Twitter and Instagram upset that you got kicked out. The rules were there when you when you signed up. You just didn't read them. All right. Well, uh, Nicole can cover a little bit of this one. Uh, Walter, I uh, Nicole, why, why don't you talk about this promotion? Because uh, you 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 know a little bit more about about this than I definitely do. Who am I talking about? Ring Comp. Oh, so I know four people. I was like, ah, that's that name. So, um, Ring Comp is basic. It's Walter's original um faction. 
on the indie scene. It was him, um, Timmy Thatcher, and um, Marcel. And it's, it's literally it's literally basically what Imperium is. If just if people aren't familiar, like that, is, it's literally the same thing. Literally the same thing. Um, use the same entrance music. I, they also use another classical song. I cannot think of it off the top of my head. It's also amazing. Um, they officially um, retired the faction. Uh, which is very sad. But I think um, with everyone in NXT in some sort, and obviously with who know like the European indie scene, I don't think they're I don't think they've ran shows. I think they do. They've ran like a couple, but not like many. So I think it was the right call. But it's it's sad. R and P ring comp. But um, I would, like, look up their stuff on, like, ICW that they have that's on the network, um, go on YouTube, um, Old Progress, and those are just the places off the top of my head that I, that I know have matches. Also, check on IWTV, too, on some other, um, in other promotions, European promotions. Couple of quick things here, guys, and then we'll be done. Desire Lee, is that how you pronounce her name? Yes. Yeah. Desire Lee was pulled from an amateur kickboxing fight um, earlier the early, uh, last week. WWE found out days before she was scheduled to fight because of word going on around line uh, online. So Desire Lee was pissed off because they pulled her from the from the match and WWE was pissed because apparently no one told them what she was about to do. Um, I kind of got, I hate to say this, but I kind of got a sign on WWE side for this. Um, I'm pretty sure if she told them that she was doing it, they probably would have told her no anyway, but like kind of, kind of just like, you're going to go behind our back and not think we're going to find out like, what would have happened if a you went there and got really fucked up? Because then we'd be like, well, what the hell did you do? Or oh, got co-credit to your fucking coworkers? Because NXTs can't is seems to have a fucking COVID problem lately. Um, just like a lot of a lot of this just does not make Zia Lee come out real good. And apparently reports were she was throwing hissy fits in the back because they told her she couldn't do it. I mean, either way, WWE, someone was going to see pictures from you doing that. Like, you don't think there was going to be any repercussions whatsoever. Okay. Uh, what do you, you guys have anything to say about that? Um, I It's stupid. Janae? So many left. I mean, this is she should have known they were going to say no. Like... They're not going to allow you to have an amateur, even if it's an amateur fight, it's still a, a fight where you could potentially mess yourself up. You just got placed into some kind of a storyline where you're on TV. So you going and having an amateur boxing fight isn't smart. You didn't tell them. And the only reason why they found out is, yeah, because they found out online. And then you're mad and upset because she was because uh, in the thing that she was just like, she felt like they weren't respecting her. And it's like, no, you booked yourself a fight and didn't tell your job about it 
So, I mean, like Jack Hager was in a Bellator fight this weekend or last weekend. I don't remember. Like this has been a very weird week. Damn you, daylight savings time. But at least I'm pretty sure AEW was aware that he was going to go do Bellator. I'm pretty sure they they, they knew he had like AEW trunks on and everything. She just was like, I'm gonna book myself a fight. Like if it never had got out online, she probably would have gotten away with it. The only reason I side with WWE on this is like, what if she got hurt or what if she, like Nicole said, was exposed to COVID and then she didn't know about it and she just came and brought it all with her. And then all of a sudden people are catching COVID left and right. And they're like, well, who the fuck brought this? And then they all be like, Zia. So I just. A couple more WWE things here. I'm going to try to pronounce this name as much as I correctly as I can. Miko Miko Satomura, I hope I pronounced this right. Yeah. Signed with the NXT UK as a coach and on screen talent. At this point, everyone pack up and go home. Just just go the fuck home at this point. Um, if you guys have, I was able to YouTube her, Google her. I saw a couple of her matches. This woman is fucking vicious. I am afraid of her. But I would have loved to learn from her. This was a great sign for WWE or for NXT UK. Yeah, and for Sasha, because one of her dream matches is with her. So I'm like, we about to have a battle. Who's next is stronger? I can't. Oh, shit. Leave her neck alone. Always calling her bobblehead and shit. What the fuck? I didn't call her bobblehead. Called her wiggle neck. Same damn thing. All right, so um, WWE saying that the majority of the furloughed employees will return by the end of this year. Well, you got a month and a half. Well, you got two months left. So they're hoping for it. I don't see it happening, but, you know. And then it looks like WWE wants to expand into India. They are working on an event to showcase developing Indian talent, which... I think is great because it's an untapped vein and I mean, nowhere else is doing it. So why the hell not? Right. If they can do indie shows with just like indie wrestling talent, the amount of views they would get on TV, the amount of money they could probably make from that. I ain't mad at it. I just hate the fact it's them making the money. Um, and we do have an injury report. Uh, Alex Shelley suffered uh, suffered an injury during a tag match after being taken out by a Tiger Driver, Pal Driver-like maneuver. And he was pulled from a Black Label Pro Wrestling card. So, Alex Shelley, we wish you a quick recovery and we hope that everything's okay. He Slater came out with his injury report. He has uh, pulled muscles. Several places, including his groin area. He stated on Instagram earlier today he will not be needing surgery, just be in a lot of pain and uh, physical therapy. So get better, he Slater, as well. Um, all right. So I think that's pretty much all we have for the show this week. Uh, next week will be our Survivor Series rundown. And then we'll have our show, Survivor Series after show. And then, ladies, that is it for this year. What? Why does 
seem like it's been so much longer. <laughs> Good old COVID. Thanks, COVID. Oh, God. You bitch. Yeah. All right. So thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode of Down for the Count. Hopefully we entertained you on day 5,692 of quarantine. Check us out on our social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter. Are we on Facebook? Um, it, yes. Um, I haven't done much with it, though, because I just, I just, I hate Facebook so much. Um, I will one day, though. I will one day. All right, mainly um, just flesh out our Facebook page, but we are on there. You can like our page. Mainly follow, you can follow us on Facebook. We are also on Twitter and on Instagram. On Instagram, or on Instagram, we are D4TC underscore podcast. And then on Twitter, what's our Twitter handle again? I'm so bad at this shit. All right, it's down um, for the number four, the count 19. Down for the count 19. No, for after a fucking year, I would know the shit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> follow us there. You can also follow the network that we're a part of. It's called We Love Wrestling. They are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. Follow them on YouTube. We, they had a great interview. Nicole was part of it. They were interviewing Chad Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero's daughter. She is making her comeback to the wrestling world after six years of being out of the ring. It is a great interview. I don't know how you were able to do it, Nicole, because I would have been fangirling the entire fucking time <laughs> and uh, not being able to do it. Um, if you have a suggestion for something for us to talk about, drop us a line on Twitter, Instagram, or on the Anchor app, which is where we're also uh, streamed on, I guess is what you can call it. Um, if you send us hate mail, we will rip you to shreds. Just remember that. If you're going to insult us and come up with something smart that we haven't heard 50,000 times, okay? Uh, you guys have anything else to plug real quick? No. Oh, everyone had a good um, Halloween. Yes. Uh, my friend had a small party. Uh, I dressed up as Stone Cold. Once I, like, someone has a video of me like doing like the beer things I don't I have to get it from someone so once I do I will post that that's my girl right there all right everyone from here from down on the from down for the count Alexis Janae Nicole and behalf of Tiff who will be back next week we all wish y'all a great week be safe take care of yourself and each other and don't be a dick and wash your hands Wear a mask. And go fucking vote. Bye. Bye. Well, that's all we got, ladies and gents. We ain't got no more. Thank you so much for listening to Down for the Count. I am, once again, one-fourth of your co-host, Tiffany E. And on behalf of the podcast that has Janae, Alexis, Nicole, We'd like to thank you all for listening, and I hope you guys return to listen to our next episode of Down for the Count. Now, if you want to follow us on social media and give your takes on these topics, don't forget to hit us up at D4TC underscore podcast on the Instagrams, or you can send us a message in our voice messenger here on Anchor. 
Now, if you want to follow us on Twitter, because the girls do live tweet weekly, just about every show that comes on, they live tweet. And when all that information hits the internet, all that gossip, all of the community mess hits the internet, that's where you'll see the very first opinions of Down for the Count, which is on our Twitter at Down for the Count 19. So make sure you guys follow us there. And just as a friendly reminder, today is election day. I hope you get out and vote. I am not one to judge you by who you vote. It's your right to choose who you want to vote for. That is none of my business or of my concern. I just want everybody to be safe. Get out there and vote. Utilize your right to vote and make sure you're cautious. If you see things that are out of line or people are misbehaving in terms of doing something illegal, attacking a person, macing them with bear mace, guns, anything of the sort that's out of normal behavior, then you call the police, okay? Because we don't have time for the foolishness and shenanigans. It's not that serious, although it is serious enough for people to at least be respectful and be mindful. You don't have to cause a riot because the person you wanted to win didn't win. Nobody did that when Donald Trump won the presidency. So the least you could do is respect the, the vote that happens if Joe Biden wins the presidency this year. So, be safe, go vote, go home, and breathe. I'll see you guys in our next one, ladies and gents.